Good morning, Chief Kingdom. It's hey. a beautiful day for football. As I don't know about you, man. But when I lose, I'm always down for my team. Penny. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat like a chief. If I had a long day, I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Hey, every day I'm a chief. What you tell them, man? Who I'm going for? Who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day I'm a chief. <laughs> What's good? What's good? We got a Victory Monday edition of Voice of the Kingdom with Kevlo and Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, how the fuck are you feeling today? I'm finally feeling how I'm supposed to be feeling, Kev. Like, yes. I, I just I just can't put into words how how I feel. Like, I you finally know, don't feel bamboozled, distraught, distraught. Feeling like I got to call the FBI. If there was means to this, I got a billion. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you... Yesterday said you were in legit tears, which is perfectly fine, which is perfectly fine because, like you said, the last episode, it's been like eleven thousand days since we beat Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh, and I am, like, for I really the whole kingdom is because just looking on Twitter, everybody is so fucking excited, like we're. I know a lot of us are trying to ground ourselves so we don't you know, overthink it, but it's a, this is the opportunity to feel good. Like we finally got a fucking quarterback that can knock off the pack, uh, knock off the Steelers. I've been saying it all week. This was Mahomes' opportunity to exercise those demons of Alex Smith. And he did it in the biggest of fucking ways. Oh my goodness. I, I literally just can't believe, listen, somebody counted and said it's been 11,000 267 days since we beat the Steelers. 11,000? 11,000 days. Listen, not hours, not seconds, not minutes, days. I It was to the point to where, you know, I saw some people like I saw Yo Ma post something, post like a high school pick or something and somebody else did. Like I, I wasn't even in my daddy's nutsack yet last time we, we beat them in Pittsburgh. So, right. Like, it's just, ah, uh, Mahomes, 320 yards, six touchdowns, bruh. Mm. Let's start there first. Let's talk about the king. Let's talk about our prince on his 23rd birthday. Mm. I, listen, every every bit of praise he is receiving, every bit of hype he is receiving, even if he is a one-year wonder, okay, he's going to get this. He's going to get it today. Mm-hmm. And I just, and, I literally just can't believe, like, listen, throughout the entire game, I was like, I was watching the game with my sister, and I was like, oh, shit, this, when he threw a ball, I'd be like, turn, 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 and I would go watch Aaron Rodgers throw, then I'd turn back, and I'd be like, he made it, he literally made it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so stressed during the game, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep the night before. All I could do was tweet. Yeah. Yeah. And like it was like the world's greatest thing when that first touchdown, then that second one, they freaking were up 21 nothing. I'm like, we're about to put 70 up on these motherfuckers. Are you serious? <laughs> right. Like that uh, like I could not believe 
like we knew we all knew what to or we all had an idea of what we were gonna get, especially after last week when he showed his ass out. I thought he was gonna have a good game. Cause you know, beginning of the season, you know, when we kind of did our preview episode, I picked as a loss just because I just felt like until we beat him, I can't pick him. Well, he shut me all the way the hell up. Like, uh, like the throw. Go ahead. I mm. just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like it's just all over the place. Like, I, I about ten minutes ago, I just saw the MLB Twitter app mentioned Patrick Mahomes. Like he is putting this team on the world stage. He's putting this fan base, this our city that we all grew up in or rooted for. He's putting us all on the map in ways that Alex just could never do. He the blitzes didn't affect him. Like he was so poised in the pocket. Like how many throws like how many blitzes did you see that you just knew Alex was gonna take a sack on? Or was it gonna make anything happen to try to check that? He stood in there and made plays. Did not look flustered or anything. Like at all. Right. And like, he, go ahead. Like he didn't look stressed. He didn't look. Um, they, you could see some frustration when things didn't go his way, but he looked like a quarterback. Like I said, I've been saying this on Twitter. I've been telling folk in. Um, in about two years, we're going to be like, oh, there's only a minute 40 second in the fourth quarter. We're down by two touchdowns. <laughs> they don't know Pat Mahomes. You know, I will tell you this right now. I've only seen him play 12 quarters. Right now, to say next week, next week against the 49ers, even though I think we're going to beat them by three touchdowns. But say say we're down by six or we're tied with a minute and a half left, and he's got 85 yards to go. I have the utmost confidence he will get us a touchdown. As long as that offensive line don't get no penalty, because that was kind of a problem in the second quarter, where like you saw they were this close, to just turning it on. Because not not one second of that game did I feel that they couldn't score. But, you know, second quarter, just a couple of bullshit flags, and it just kind of set the whole drive, a couple of those drives back. You know, it is what it is. But today, this very second, I am confident. I have utmost confidence that he could drive us on the field. That's something we never had with Alex. If we were down with a minute, shit, we were down with three minutes left, two minutes left. You know, it was like, please just get us in field goal range. Like, right. I don't have – go ahead. I just – we we would know that we ain't winning that game with Alex. Unfortunately, I love Alex. Like, shout out to Chris Struggs for being an Alex Smith stand. But listen, we wouldn't have won that game with Alex. And I'll tell you why. Because Andy's lucky number for us to start for shit just start going bad is 21. Mm-hmm. Just like the Titans game, we got 21. Next thing you know, shit just start going wrong. And I think it's because Andy starts play calling just real conservative or that's when teams finally settle in. But 
Bruh. Yeah. Well, and you know, now, because, like, we always would kill Andy for that because it seemed like they would go real conservative. But I, I don't know how much of it was Andy or how much was it with Alex. Like, he just wouldn't call stuff because he knew Alex wouldn't do it or couldn't do it. Like, that is completely, like, these last two games especially have completely made me think about the last five years. Like, how much of that was Andy? You know, how, or how much of that was just Andy because he knew that Smith couldn't make it happen or wouldn't make it happen, you know? And for us this year, that's a great problem to have. <laughs> like, like we're second-guessing everything now yeah. about the last five years. And I love that because I saw multiple times on the TL where just, like, we'd be down by three touchdowns right now. <laughs> like, I have no doubt in my mind Alex was the quarterback of this game yesterday. We would have lost by three touchdowns. Yeah, we would, or or they would have beat us. They would have beat us by a uh by only kicking field goals. Yeah, fucking yeah. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I just it, it folks. Sorry for the pauses, but we're just in awe. Like it, like it's just. Yeah. It, it's it's hard to like this is raw emotion you know like this is crazy this is really crazy but we're gonna leave the goat over here for a second but let's talk about the playmakers um travis kelsey big game what you got finally finally with travis kelsey like i said he kind of disappeared in um in the last game Basically, Travis Kelsey, what was it, like six yards, ten yards, something like that last year? Like six, like I mean, uh, last game. game, yeah, one catch for six yards on six targets. And now what, he had two touchdowns with 100-plus yards? Mm-hmm. Listen, like, Mahomes is finding it. He's settling in. He did it very fast. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, whoo. Everything's calm. Everything's good. Now he's playing like the Kelsey who was with Alex, kind of. Yeah. He finally and, doing major tight end things. Yeah. And you you could definitely see that even though the, even though the offense didn't really need Kelsey to show up last week, I, I mean, he was still doing a job of kind of drawing some defenders or whatever, but you can see that, that they made a, an effort to get him involved because that's the only way this team is going to reach max potential is to get everybody going. Mm-hmm. And they did that. And Kelsey is still who we thought he was, the best tight end in the league. Like He made catch after catch coming up clutch. Like That's what Kelsey does. He completely shuts down you know, the middle of the field. Like, yeah. it's his. Like, I think it was. I think it was his first touchdown. I watched a, a gif of it. Uh, it may have been Seth Carter that posted it, but on that on that play, where Patrick split the safety and the and, and the and the linebacker for the touchdown on that on that little post route that Kelsey ran, he had Watkins and Hill both wide open on the outside. Like, this yep. offense is stupid. <laughs> It is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, it was crazy. And we we had 21 first half points, up uh, 21 nothing after one half. 
and Tyreek Hill didn't even touch the ball. Like, that, that blows my mind. Kelsey had 110 and two touchdowns. Watkins had 100 yards at 31 on the ground. Uh, Hill had 90 yards and a touchdown. Like, everybody got involved and put up yards. And I still don't think that they have reached their ceiling yet. Oh, no. Like, they listen, I'm waiting for us to meet a team where the beating is so bad. Like, I was at the uh, um, the gym after mm-hmm. the game, and I was like, wow, we really about to put up 70 on the 49ers. Oh. <laughs> I was like, look, we, we going to put up 70 on the 49ers. Oh, like, it's they have a, they have a really good front front four like like that D line's pretty good. What's that kid Morgan uh, Buckner or whatever? It's really good, but I cannot wait to see Tyreek Hill on old Richard Sherman's ass. Mm. Listen, Richard Sherman's still gonna be at the line of scrimmage, and Tyreek Hill gonna be sitting in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> like, I, cannot, I, I cannot wait to see that matchup. Like, we really have a Super Bowl offense. Like, it's, yes. we, we literally have, like, a, a I want to say, like, a Tom Brady to Gronk to Amendola to a maybe Eli to OBJ, maybe Better Aaron Rodgers to Jordy. Like, what they were. Yeah. And, and I mean, let's let's be perfectly honest here. The Chiefs should have put up fifty six at least. Uh, that last drive where where Conley fumbled, they were by the score again. Yeah. Um, the drive where they gave up the safety, like the very first play, they just missed. Like he just overthrew Tyreek, and that, like, if Demetrius Harris doesn't straight whiff, you know, they get a couple of yards and. And I guarantee you they're going to take that shot again. I had, like, there was not one point of that game where I felt that the offense was not going to score. Yeah, like, I, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't even with even with Connolly's fumble, I wasn't worried. I was like, we no. get the ball back, we're going to score here. Get the ball back, score here. I was like, this is easy. I feel like it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Like it was frustrating to see Connolly do that. And as soon as he did it, I got MC on my phone was tweeting is like, "Good effort, but that's the pl- like that's what happens when a guy that doesn't get a lot of touches gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Like just try too much. It just did a little too much. Get the first down, let the clock run. Clock is your friend. But you know I'm not gonna knock him because they didn't cost us anything. Because I seen it. I mean like like you think about it. Before that play happened to that safety, we only gave up seven points in the second half. Like, like so. I, Okay, at this point, we're just going to segue to the defense. Give me your thoughts on the defense. Now, I know people say I'm so hard on Drea's husband. And if Drea, Drea, if you're listening, I am sorry. But let me tell you something. <laughs> he, did, he did okay keeping up with A.B. I don't know if he was just having a bad game or, like, A.B. was having a bad game. Or he was like extremely frustrated, but he did for the most part, he did okay. The reason why I'm so hard on him, you do not do something that makes an entire touchdown get called back. 
So you will get a C minus for the day. We okay. had an entire who who was it? Who got the touchdown? I think I think Chris Jones ended up with it in the end zone. Yeah, that's what I think too. And I was like, man, Chris Jones about to have it, have a day. I was like, finally, Chris Jones been talking about how you want them touchdowns and stuff. And I was like, next thing I know, it's fully recalled. Now, 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 before I cook him completely, I will say that the refs and CBS played us for not showing the hold that he supposedly did. Mm-hmm. Was it CBS? Okay. Yeah, it was CBS. Yeah, yeah, it was CBS. Like, why, where the hold? Like, we still don't have, like, a... Like, we don't have nothing on Twitter. I didn't see nothing on Facebook. I was searching NFL.com. There is literally mm-hmm. nothing that shows the hold. And usually they do, like, a replay or something. They didn't even do mm-hmm. that. So please well, tell oh, me if there's right. actually a hold. Okay, so... Um, about an hour and a half ago, I, you know, on a TL, and I saw where Jeff Schwartz had the had the clip, and okay. and I retweeted it, and I I saw where they called it at. That was the cheapest fucking hold. Like that was not a hold. There, like there was no hold in that play. No holding and all. Like there may have been a little a little grabbing, but like I've seen way worse. Like it should have been twenty-eight nothing. And you think about it, the whole dynamic of that game changed when they called that back. Like that was a fourteen-point swing. Like twenty. Like like let's let's just be honest here. Twenty-one nothing. It like we've seen it in two playoff games the last six years. A, a twenty-one for three touchdown lead is nothing to overcome. No. And then we saw it again yesterday. But do you know how demoralizing that would have been? Where the public team offense. Ran three touchdown drives really quickly, and then the defense gets a touchdown. You done twenty eight nothing by the end of the first quarter. Like, like that changed the whole dynamic of the game right there. And my little two cents on Mister Scandrick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm with you. He the, he, he played okay. And I am happy that he wasn't getting cooked by Antonio because I, I mean Antonio is the best wide receiver in the league, and he got his. But he, he didn't give up a touchdown, and you know, like we saw last week, and we saw in the preseason where he just got burnt and just left. We didn't see that too much, so I will give him a B because he let nobody in zone. He didn't get embarrassed. Now, somebody who was pissing me the, the the fuck off is Eric Murray. Ugh. I don't want to see him anymore. Like, that, that per- as much shit as Bob Sutton gets, because I was saying it at halftime, I would rather you give up a 75-yard touchdown, bring in the house, than a three-man rush. Big Ben has eight seconds to, to pass the ball, and you still get up a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah. He, 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 he called up the perfect blitz. And 22, 23, young-ass Eric Murray let old-ass Ben Roethlisberger absolutely embarrass him. He had a free, clean shot, and he whiffed. There is a similar play like that last year when we played the Eagles. And that's Mm -hmm. when I decided that I was done with Eric Murray. I said it then. I said Eric Murray is not the safety that you – 
used to kind of replace Eric Berry. The only thing they have in common is their names. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> and you know, I, I guess it this just it just it's more it just keeps playing back to how like I completely understand why they cut John Dorsey loose. Like he, he he just has not he did not do a good job of identifying, especially on the defensive side, players. Eric Murray, I, I literally don't ever want to see him again on the field, which I know is not gonna that's not the case. Yeah. But you know, word word on the street is that uh, E B can be coming back to practice this week. And I think that I think that will help a lot because like I said two weeks ago or our very first episode, we don't need this defense to be elite. We just need it in the middle of the road. And and Eric Berry coming back does that. And I was just yesterday just sitting there on Sunday ticket, little app I got or whatever. Shout out to my landlord for hooking me up with the vlog and everything. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but um I was just sitting there and I'm like Patrick Peterson would be absolutely perfect for this team because because Arizona ain't going nowhere. He uh is owed like thirty three million dollars the last three years of his contract. It was eleven million dollar cap hit. They can move money around like that would be an incredible pickup right there. And honestly, when I tweeted it, I thought I was gonna get killed for it. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Because it is a good idea. Like, we don't need an elite defense. You need middle of the road. Eric Berry gets you there. Eric Berry, Patrick Peterson. I think this team is a Super Bowl winning team. The offense already is a Super Bowl winning offense. We need that defense to get a little bit better. Get a so, little bit better. What do we do to get Patrick Peterson? <laughs> So here's here's my thought, because you know, court I got questions about that. We got like roughly eight or nine million dollars in cap space. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to hit up Justin Houston. Cause uh I was on spot record earlier like that website all the cap stuff. Mm-hmm. Justin Justin Houston, Eric Berry, and, and Eric Fisher. Three out of three players out of a fifty three man roster account for twenty five percent of the cap on this team. You, what? Yeah. <laughs> And and which makes me hate John Dorsey even more because him being a year late offering Houston a deal and Barry a deal cost them at least twenty extra million dollars a piece in my opinion, and then he gave Eric Fisher sixty four million dollars, which still blows my mind. Like Eric Fisher is a good left tackle, but he's not a sixty four million dollar left tackle. But that's neither here nor there. You you go to one of them, two of them, or all of them. Hey, we want to win Super Bowl. We can. We know with this offense, we can do it this year. We just need a little bit of help on the secondary. Somebody gonna restructure because you just need to come up with like three or four more million dollars, and then send that pick you got. If they would trade, if they could trade that pick they got from Peters, from from the Rams or whatever, I would never. I would never bring up that trade ever again. But because, like, how do we initiate that? In the middle of this, like the season has started, he just got a in the very first interception, his first interception of 2018. What, how do we have that conversation? Do we I just mean, say, Hey, are you happy where you're at? <laughs> like, well, I mean, 
I think it's really easy because, like, like you look at Arizona, like them and the Bills are the two worst teams in the NFL, and I, I don't think it's close. And like, hey, it looks like you guys are about to go through re- like, like they just got a rookie quarterback that'll be coming in soon, so they're they're in they're in a rebuild mode. You know, rebuild mode. Yeah. Here, I, I give you shit. Give them both seconds. Give them your second and and I mean, of course, just try with one first. Have we got a second round pick, and we'll take. We're gonna take his conflict off your hands. Like, I mean, the worst thing you can do is say no, but th- that has to be enticing because they're not going anywhere anytime soon. And you guys think about it between the Rams and the 49ers. I mean, the Seahawks are okay, even though really they're struggling right now a little bit. But with the Rams and the 49ers, they're not going out that visit anytime soon. Like, the, the, the NFC is too top heavy. So, they shouldn't be looking at the playoffs for at least three, four years anyway. So you call them up, this pick we got from the Rams, yes, yes or no. And if they say yes, you jump on it. If they say we, we want another second, you throw that bitch in, in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm just a Twitter GM, like all of us are, but I think it could work. It could work because – now, are the Cardinals interested in trading for him? Like, are we just are we just kind of calling? I guess we are just I calling mean, on a limb. I know, like last year, we I heard a little bit of rumors or whatever. I mean, you got to trade if you're not going anywhere. You need to if you got pieces that you know you don't want to waste, especially as as good of a, a player and person as Patrick Peterson is. You know, eventually, you, okay, let's do right by him. We get something good in return, and he gets to go to a good spot and compete. You know, he, he's also not in the conference or the division, so you don't have to worry about him coming back to harm you anytime soon. You know, so they're like, this all breath got to do is initiate the phone call. You know, I don't, like, you know, I don't know if <laughs> Arizona's going to start making phone calls anytime soon, but. I don't. I'm not sure when it. Let me look up when the trade deadline is. But um, like all you can do is call. Like all you can do is call, and all they can do is say no. But I don't. Like I said, it it doesn't. It to me, it wouldn't make sense for them to say just no. Like <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. At this point, Patrick Patrick Peterson got to look out for yeah. Patrick Peterson. Yeah, and it, he's. Only been to the playoffs like once or twice in his career, and he, I mean he has an opportunity to go to yeah. So October thirtieth is the trade deadline. Like that's plenty of time. Like even if you wanted to hold back a couple more weeks, to just to kind of see what the offense is looking like or what the defense is looking like when Barry comes back. I mean, but you can't have enough players. Like especially all pro players on 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 that defense. I mean, like it's a standard has done an okay job, but in a heartbeat. Like I would love to see it be Stephen Nelson in the slot, Kendall Fuller on, on one side, and Patrick Pearson on the other side, backed up by Eric Berry and Ron Parker. That that team is a Super Bowl winning team. Not a doubt in my mind. No question at all. 
And then I'm also on the uh, Breland hype train. Um, which give them a call. You know, I, I like if <laughs> in my in my opinion, in my honest to God opinion, uh, Bashad Breland is better than Scandrick, so I would take him. But my first call is to Arizona. That, that's my first call because you don't worry about any injury history, and he is he is a perennial All Pro level talent player. You know, like Rashad Billing is is a good, just slightly above average cornerback. We know Patrick Pearson is a great cornerback, and he's twenty eight. He's my age. He's twenty eight years old. Still in the prime of his career. You know, he's yeah. My first call is Arizona. That's my first call. I'll take that. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. So I'm ready. Um, let's kind of go away from there. I, I do just kind of wrap it up on the defense. Um, all those, like, I wonder when the NFL is going to start looking at these missed fucking holds that are happening. Houston and oh Ford God. and Jonah. This is getting out of hand. Like they they literally don't see them, and it's been two weeks in a row. Last week I was like, maybe it's because we're away, but then this week they were blatant. Like people were yeah, actually like it. like there was one on Houston, or, or could have been Ford, where he was right in front of the back judge. Like how do you miss that? Like, like, there's just it's it's getting frustrating because it. I I don't know if this goes into how much they're trying to protect the quarterback or not, but some of this some of this shit is getting out of hand. Like, ugh, mm. Mm. I don't know, I don't know, but it's it's getting really irritating and frustrating. And it's getting irritating around the entire league. So, like, fix the fucking shit. Like, these, I guess these motherfuckers <laughs> are getting old. Or they can't see. But, like, it's yeah. all around the league. Like, this is, this is getting, this is getting really stupid. Um. Also, let's talk about, um, Breland. Yeah. Yeah. He go ahead. Is this the one that we traded up for? We like I'm all for you know giving a, a young guy some snaps or whatever, but that man needs to be on the line with his head in the ground. Like he he's he's not a three four outside linebacker. You know, I like it's one thing, like with Tano passing here last year, you could see why they drafted him to do that. We knew it was only a project, but he was a physical freak. He looked like he could move and get after it. But we knew it was gonna take time for Shay to learn a new position. With Breland Smith, with Breland speaks, he looks like he, he's a defensive end that needs to have his hand in the ground and needs to be in the face of a of a tackle or guard. And not coming, you know, off the edge like that, standing up. Like it just doesn't yeah. like he doesn't look good. He looks really slow. He got pancake, he got his ass knocked on the ground two plays in a row. Like he just he looks overmatched. And he should not be getting the amount of snaps he's getting. 
Like he he should not be taking snaps away from passing yo. That's just my personal opinion. And it's you know it goes back. It frustrates me because they traded up for a guy that probably would have been there in a, later on the second round, maybe third round. Like especially with you, like I don't understand. Two years in a row they've gone for a developmental outside linebacker in the second round. That blows my mind. Like it, it, it blows my mind. That's why when people tell me, oh, we went all defense in the draft, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what, what are we having to show for? We still – I think we had five or six. Did we have six, five? I think it was five or six. And we're still searching yeah. for someone to help us. <laughs> like, yeah, and it was just frustrating because we're all, you know, sitting there in the second round expecting them to jump up and go get a cornerback. And they jump up for for speaks, which you know tried to keep an open mind about it. But part of the reason why they had the situation at the end because they waited to the sixth round to go get a, a, a developmental cornerback. And like I said, that that's frustrating. But for me, if they go get Peterson, I'll be forgiven. <laughs> like real shit. Right. Yeah, I'll be forgiven. Okay. Um, like we've always said, a, a good pass rusher, the secondary's best friend. I think we're at the point where, like, Sutton needs to be blitzing more, like more than way more than he is. I, I'm I'm glad he made that adjustment mm-hmm. in the second half because it was obvious he started blitzing more. Yeah, there was there's some plays where we kind of get picked off, like picked apart a little bit, tackling was a little shitty, and they were just kind of. Big Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback, so he's, he's still as good at what he does. But you could see, especially in that fourth quarter, the, the blitzes were getting were becoming effective. And I would just would mm-hmm. like for them to not wait to the you know the fourth quarter again or the second half. Um, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> um, but that's really all I got. Oh, I just want to go back to Mahomes really quick. I, you know, I'm going to toot my own horn, but at halftime, I said this is Mahomes' opportunity to grab this fan base by the nuts and say, I got this shit. We're going to be okay. And a tie ball game coming out of half as he blew a free touchdown lead. He came right out and led that team down for a touchdown. And I'm just like, we're going to be okay. I told everybody, I said, every time somebody mess up on offense or defense, Mahomes probably roll his eyes like a, a upset dad yeah. and be hey. like, let me fix this. Hey, big dick patch. Big dick patch. Bro, keep doing what you're doing, baby. <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on doing what you're doing. I told I told Mahomes, shout out to Brittany, that I hope she threw out some long <laughs> neck last night. Why he played Fortnite? Uh, I hope you. I hope she threw that ass back at you, okay? Cause you deserve it. You deserve it all. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Patrick <laughs> got taken care of last night. So, uh, six touchdowns and a birthday will do that for you. So, um, we're gonna wrap this up but real quick. I want to give a shout out to D Hill at You Got Chief ninety two. He's got a baby girl on the way, so shout out, brother. Shout out. Shout out. We got another little princess coming to the kingdom. 
So shout out my man. Oh, speaking of that, shout out to my brother's child. Her name is Lola. She, I got all her chief gear in the mail. That's a good auntie right there. That's a good auntie. All right, uh, go ahead. And hey, that's it. That's all I got. Look, look. This this whole podcast was the fact that me that we are so surprised. We are shocked. We are flabbergasted. We ain't never been as happy as and we were. It's, it's, as we it's, are it's, right it's now. Incredible. Just, just enjoy the ride because it's only going to get better from here. It will. Should it better? Oh, cause Terrence, Terrence was writing me over here. Talk, I mean, writing. Uh, y'all, if y'all don't know, John, country boy, whomever, I forgot all the numbers he got. But um, he was talking about. I hope the the Chiefs might hit a slump, like a six game losing slump. I said that better. That, yeah, that and for me, this offense is just too good for that to happen. Like with Alex, you know, it didn't surprise us because he, you know, he couldn't throw his way out of a slump. You know, like it's like in baseball, like when the hitter's in a slump, sometimes you just gotta take a walk or lay a button down and get yourself going. Patrick Mahomes can throw himself out of a slump mm-hmm. quickly. So I don't envision it ever getting to that point at all. But time time will tell. We shall see. Uh we got we're gonna have a next episode and we're looking at this 49ers game. Yo, yo, you got anything else? Listen, the 49ers game is the home opener. Um, make sure y'all show out. Yeah, I scream. can't be here. Kev can't be there. So make sure Break y'all that record for us. us. Break, break it again. Mm. Okay. So it's it's time. Like we're we're home. Shit's happening. Y'all, it's time. So I hope y'all literally the only thing left will be the sky. I hope y'all mm. scream so loud, mm-hmm. y'all crack the sky. I think that's a good place to leave it off. Chiefs Kingdom, we love you. Good night. K Dean, take us out, brother. Baby, please leave me alone when the Chiefs on. Eric Berry all day in the end zone. Can't believe we broke the record for the loudest. Arrowhead, silly sucker where the crowd is. Other teams ain't no chance when we play at home. Especially when they playing this for they theme song. Best believe they gon' know what happened when them helmets cracking. Leaving them battered and bruised and tell them get the package. If you want to win here, better play hard. Never disrespect Kelsey Hill for your card. She told me I was like the Chiefs, I got the best D. So now she call me every Sunday, every damn week. Every day I wake up, I'm a chief When I walk out the door, I'm a chief White, yellow, red hat like a chief If I had a long day, I'm a chief What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief What you tell them, man? Hey, every day, I'm a chief What you tell them, man? Ask me who I'm going for, who you think? What you tell them? Hey, hey, every day, I'm a chief